Welcome to the Good Intent, Good Impact podcast. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about my special brand of how to have difficult conversations and the specific methodology that I created along with Dr. John Stewart back in 2014 that's called the Curiosity, Humility, and Empathy Framework um, for having difficult intercultural conversations and what that actually means in the context of these conversations and how to use them interchangeably. Um, and so before I go any further, I always want to make sure I you know, say thank you to, to Dr. John Stewart, who um, you know definitely helped me develop this all of those years ago and we still use this in our own um, different ways. He has written books about it um, and I have definitely um, gone on to use it with my clients as skills that I've given my clients over the years to help them navigate these difficult conversations. So I definitely want to start by saying thank you to him um, for being a partner in this. And with that, I want to jump right into what the framework is. And so The first part is the C, the curiosity aspect of the framework. And this is where you can do a couple of different things in leaning into curiosity. Number one, you can use this particular pillar to ask questions to diffuse a tense situation. So if you are, you know, in the middle of of open conflict and trying to hang in there from a dialogue perspective, and it feels like it's getting a little too hot, as opposed to making a statement, consider asking a question to clarify something. because usually in my experience, when people are at the point where they're kind of back and forth in, in a hot space, it's because there's some lack of understanding or shared meaning. And so this is the point where a question can be really helpful. And I also find that if you're asking someone a question about something, they, they tend not to be as adversarial. Um, and so just from a tactical standpoint, it can be used for that. Um, but curiosity, um, importantly, is also used to establish shared meeting with folks to make sure that you're actually on the same page about different things. So just think about a time where you've been in a disagreement back and forth with somebody and you realize 20 minutes later that had someone stopped to ask a clarifying question, you probably wouldn't have been going back and forth like you were because it literally was just a matter of like not fully understanding where the person was coming from. <laughs> this is where curiosity can help to alleviate some of those things. Things, um, and not have some of that unnecessary back and forth because we took the time to make sure we were actually on the same page about stuff. Um, and so you definitely want to think about curiosity from that aspect. And then finally, curiosity can be important in thinking about it from a curiosity of self. So doing some of your own exploration about your own identities, taking some time to really think about what does me being this racial identity mean for me? What does me being this gender identity mean for me? What does it mean for my life if I have this disability or if I don't have a certain type of disability? And really doing some self-exploration and self-discovery around your own identities, but also taking the time to have curiosity to explore other identities as well that are different from yourself and to learn about different cultures different from your own so that when you find yourself in different situations with people who who show up differently, um, you are in a good place to to try to lean into some of their, their authenticity when they show up in their authentic self and not be so caught off guard by it. Um, so that's something I would recommend as well from a curiosity standpoint. Humility is the second of the t- of the three pillars. And I tell people that I work with of all three, humility is the most difficult of them to do. And humility, I find, is also the one that often has to be called on the most when you are frustrated, angry, or upset 
in the middle of dialogue because that will happen even if you're trying to have dialogue even if you're trying to be centered in a space of learning and not trying to be adversarial or trying to win quote unquote an argument there are definitely still going to be times where someone says something to you that really makes you upset and leaning into humility here can be huge and making sure that things do not go off the rails okay so you got to dig deep for this one and sometimes that means taking the time to take a deep breath. You know yourself best and you know what the physical reaction you have when someone says something to you that makes you upset. When you feel yourself at that point, that is your cue that you probably start need to start leaning into some humility and take that deep breath, right? Sometimes this might mean actually walking away and taking a step away from whatever the conversation is. Now, this doesn't mean that you're not going to come back to it. It doesn't mean that you're not going to, you know, revisit it or that you're just going to outright ignore it because that doesn't help either. But it's saying to someone potentially, you know what, I am not in the headspace to have this conversation. And if we keep going, I am probably going to say something that's not in the spirit of trying to hold dialogue with you. And because of that, I just need need some time, whether that's a couple hours, whether that's a couple days or whatever that looks like for you, make that request if you need to from a space of humility. That's that's very important in being able to navigate the difficult conversations when you know you're not able to, to stay in a space of, of genuine dialogue. And third with humility, and this is a big one, it's being able to hold your beliefs lightly enough, long enough to really listen to what someone else is saying, particularly when it's something you don't agree with. So if you are engaged in dialogue with someone and the other person is speaking and you find yourself formulating the response in your head to how you're going to rebut or what you're going to say before they've even finished speaking, you are not operating in a space of humility at that point. At that point, you're trying to win. You're in debate mode, right? Like you're trying to win an argument because you're trying to figure out what your rebuttal is going to be. And that is not helpful for trying to stay in a space of dialogic engagement, okay? So it's being able to say, all right, let me really listen to what this person is saying, even though I really don't like it, and take a moment to sit with that and decide what you want to do with that from there. Now, this does not mean that you have to let go of your your morals or your values or the things that you care about you know that's not what I'm asking you to do because that would not be authentic to you again it's just holding that belief system lightly enough to say here's how I think about this here's what this person is telling me do they have new information that maybe I didn't have that makes me need to rethink or refocus or reshift how I think about this it's okay to change your mind, right? (laughs) Like, it's okay to say, you know what? I didn't think about that that way before. Maybe I need to take some time and sit with that. And if your point of view changes or if that shifts around things for you, that's completely and totally okay. And on the flip side, as long as you've taken the time to really listen to what that person from an active listening standpoint has to say, you may come back to that and say, you know what? I still don't agree with you and here's why I don't agree with you. Um, but at least you gave it a decent shot to listen, right? So that's really what humility is about in terms of being able to hold your beliefs lightly. And then lastly is the empathy pillar. 
Um, and in terms of empathy, this is where we really get into empathy through accountability. I am all about like not just having emotional or mental empathy for folks, but also being accountable through our empathy and actually doing um, and operationalizing empathy. So this is where the intent versus impact principle becomes really important, right? I've mentioned that in another podcast episode where I go into that in some depth about it's not just what your intention was, but it's really about the impact that you've had on somebody. And if there was harm that was caused by what was said or what was done, we have to take responsibility um, for that, right? It's also thinking about asking for what you need. So if you are an aggrieved party in a situation and someone has done something to cause you harm, it's being unabashed about saying, here's what I need from you to, to rectify this situation. Here's what I need from you in terms of, of restitution in order to fix this and repair the harm that's been caused. Um, and being you know very straightforward and honest about what you need in that moment to try to fix that. And on the flip side, um, it's understanding that what you might want, you know, if you're the person who is has caused the harm, it's understanding that what you might want might not be what somebody else wants and, and stepping enough into humility to be able to listen to what they're asking you for and being able to provide it if you can, right? So you want to make sure that you're thinking about, you know, operating on the platinum rule, again, which I talk about in the intent versus impact um, episode of this podcast, and thinking about it that way um, and giving someone what they are asking you for as long as it's something that you can you can do for them and thinking about it that way. Um, and so when you're having conversations, particularly some of the more difficult conversations around diversity, equity, and inclusion, you may go back and forth between these three pillars with like, you know, very seamlessly. Um, it's not necessarily start with the curiosity, then move to the humility, then move to the empathy. That's not necessarily how it works you may have to start with humility, right? So if someone says something to you that's really offensive and your blood is boiling, you may not be able to lean into curiosity in that moment. You may need to take a moment and say, you know, let me come back to you in a couple of hours, you know, to talk about this because I'm not in, really in the place to have this conversation. And think about where you want to go from either a curiosity by asking some questions if you need to or going to the empathy pillar if you need to to ask for some accountability, right? Like that's going to look different depending on what's happening, depending on the situation and all that kind of thing. But you may go back and forth between these three pillars, you know, you know, from moment to moment, frankly, um, depending on how the conversation is going and using this framework is a skill set and like with any other skill set you need to build your strength you need to build your skills um, and so as I mentioned in other um, episodes of this series a good way to to start working on some of these skills is to do reading circles um, as a way to build that tolerance for being able to have these conversations and use this particular framework if it's something that resonates with you and building the muscles for yourself of knowing you know this is an empathy moment for me or this is a curiosity moment for me and so on and so forth. I know that as I've worked with my clients over the years who've tried to use these pillars and use these frameworks, um, it has been helpful for them. And so I'm, I'm very glad to be able to share this framework with those of you who are listening and hoping that it will ultimately be helpful for you as well. 
If you are interested in sharing any of your burning questions or if you have any topics that you would like me to cover, please go ahead and feel free to send those to me in the email address in the description for this podcast. I will be doing a winter series early in 2023 where I will be answering some of your burning questions. And I really encourage you to send me the questions that you think you know, are really difficult or really uncomfortable um, that people really might have an interest in because I'm sure if you're thinking at other people have those same questions as well. And the goal of this podcast is to be useful and helpful to people as they're doing equity work, wherever that might be. So if you have any questions that you'd like to send my way for me to consider to do a podcast episode on, please go ahead and feel free and send that to me. And with that, I wish you all the best and bye for now.